Hey, Pastor Mike here, and welcome to the C3 Queanbeyan Podcast. We're continuing our series, Here to Serve, and I know you're going to love this message from Pastor Sarah. What are you carrying? What do you need to lay down? Let's be a people who are ready to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Enjoy the message. Awesome. Well, hey, I am excited to share the Word of God with you this morning. I'm just going to move that. And obviously, we are in our Here to Serve month which has been awesome. And a huge thanks again to everyone that came and served yesterday. I think we had over 25 volunteers across our two um, locations yesterday uh, serving, which was amazing. And this is just always such a great time to come together and just sacrifice some of our own time and space uh, to think of others, right? And to help others, those that are less fortunate than us, those that are in need in our community. And it's always such a great month. And you know, I was thinking uh, back to last week's message from Pastor Michael. If you missed that, make sure you check out the podcast. It has such a brilliant word. But something in there that stood out to me was um, what he said about being a servant or a slave for Christ. And actually the Greek word uh, and that he unpacked a little bit in that. And, you know, I went away thinking about that and um, just kind of stewing on it a bit during the week of what does that really mean to be a servant of Christ and to actually pick up our cross and follow him like scripture tells us to do. And uh, anyway, I just got thinking, I don't know if you've ever been uh, on a holiday with children, um, but we've got three kids. And I was thinking back to a few years ago uh, when our youngest Bexley was a baby and we decided to go on a family holiday. And uh, you got to bring a lot of things for children. And uh, obviously they were like, he was a baby, so the girls were maybe three and five or something. And uh, anyway, so we've got five suitcases for all five of us. And we've got the pram because Bex is a baby. And then we were going on a plane, so everyone, all five of us had a backpack. And then I don't know why we decided to do this, but we thought we'll hire a car and we'll just bring our car seats so that we don't have to hire them. That's so cheap to hire them. I don't know why we did that. Um, so obviously, you know, once you get into the airport, you check the bags in and you get rid of some of this stuff um, or there's a trolley. But in the car park, it's very hard to find a trolley in the car park. Anybody? They need to have like trolley bays in the car parks at the airport. So you should have seen us actually trying to get from the car into the airport with three little kids, with the pram, with the car seats. And it's like the groceries. You don't do more than one trip unless you have to, right? <laughs> you load yourself up and you do it uh, in as little trips as possible. But so we're like loaded up to the hilt, you know, holding children or one of them sitting on a suitcase when they get too tired. And you've got, Michael's got one in front of him and one behind him and bags and a car seat over the shoulder. And it looked ridiculous, but we had so much baggage, so much baggage. And you know, life is a bit like that. It's a bit of a journey. And just like when we go on holidays, maybe it's not just a quick fun journey, but it's actually a long journey that we walk. It has its ups and downs. And, uh, you know, what tends to happen is that as time goes on, we actually can begin to pick up some baggage along the way. And maybe we don't realise it. Maybe actually there's some things we're carrying and we don't think we are carrying them or we don't realise that we're carrying them. Uh, but we begin to pick up some burdens, some baggage, and we actually start to walk through life with some of this stuff. So maybe it's small and we don't notice it. We start to kind of just do things in our own strength, think that we can 
kind of handle it. We stop relying on God and we think, you know, maybe we know better. And uh, can we get a bit of a practical demonstration today? Maybe we know better and uh, we can handle it. So, you know, we pick up a bit of self-reliance. We're like, it's all right. I'm fine. I've got this. You know, I don't need to pray about this certain area because it's fine. God doesn't care about this small detail. I'll just do it this way in my own way. And we keep going. And then, you know, life goes on and uh, someone upsets us and says something that we don't like and we're kind of hurt by it. Or, you know, maybe we say, oh, we're fine and we've forgiven them. But really, actually, we've actually let offense get in and it started to kind of take root in our lives a little bit. And actually, we pick up a bit of offense, right? And all of a sudden, this is going to be interesting to see how much I struggle. Um, all of a sudden, we're actually carrying a bit of offense with us as well. I'm only two in, guys. This is going to be fun. Okay, so then, you know, we keep going on the journey of life and uh, we're all human and we all make mistakes and, you know, we sin because that's just in our nature. It's who we are. We stuff up along the way and all of a sudden, actually, this persistent guilt and shame, right, can kind of start to come at us. And all of a sudden, we're now feeling that. And every time we make a mistake, it's kind of plaguing us later on of like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have said that. Maybe we'll go this way. It doesn't fall off. Um, And, you know, it starts to kind of just hang off us, this guilt and this shame. And all of a sudden, you know, we're carrying that too. And then, you know, Life just keeps happening. We keep walking through and we're like, oh, we can handle this load. It's not too bad. Or we just adjust to it maybe of what we're doing. And then, you know, things don't quite work out maybe the way that we thought that they would. Maybe we're at a certain point in life and our circumstances or our life stage doesn't quite fit where we thought it would. Maybe we've thought we would have got a promotion or we didn't get the job that we were after or parenting was harder or didn't quite go the way we thought it would. And all of a sudden, then a bit of disappointment, right, starts to sink in. It's going to get harder to bend down each time, Um, (laughs) right? And then all of a sudden, a bit of disappointment gets on us and we're like, okay, we're actually not quite where we were. We're feeling a bit down and we're struggling a little bit. And, you know, life just continues on. The journey continues and we find ourselves being weighed down by more and more baggage as we go. And then because none of us are immune from hard stuff happening, then, you know, maybe we lose a loved one or the unthinkable happens in our situations. And um, the blue one, thank you. Um, No, oh, sorry, light blue, I should have said. (laughs) Thank you. All of a sudden, thank you. there's a bit of trauma that hits, maybe a bit of grief, maybe some past hurts and starts to surface and all of a sudden we're now carrying this as well and we're kind of thinking how are we going to get through this and it's heavy, right? This stuff is heavy on us and it's a struggle. And then we start wondering why? Why us? Why me? Why am I the one that's going through this and why is no one else going through this and my life's so much harder, right, than everybody else's and I've got to go and carry all this that no one sees and then all of a sudden this one, I think, we're going to actually pick up a bit of envy. Yeah, maybe front. (laughs) Love it. So good. Okay, and then we pick up a bit of envy, a bit of jealousy, maybe a bit of judgment towards others because all of a sudden we're seeing things through this filter of like my life is so hard and no one else goes through this stuff and I'm the only one and no one sees the depth of the pain 
and the grief and what's actually going on inside me. So then we start to compare ourselves to others, but without seeing all of their baggage, right, that they're already carrying. And then we're just comparing to that. And then with all of that, uh, we are obviously just going through regular life. So fear and anxiety is just going to jump on all that. And, you know, we're worried about our kids and our job and our finances and our relationships and whatever else we've got going on. A bit of fear and anxiety starts to slip in and we start to worry and we're not trusting God in the process because we've got all this going on. And finally, we're weighed down by all of this stuff that life has thrown at us and we're exhausted from the load and we get to this place where we're actually just never satisfied. We're always wanting things to change. We're always wanting the season to change. We're always going, God, when's this going to end? I can't wait till this is over. When, you know, all this stuff. And we actually live in this place, I think I nearly hit the keyboard, of discontent, right? And here we are trying to get through life looking ridiculous, but actually just struggling, struggling our way because all of a sudden we actually have to try and navigate all that God has for us, the life that we want to live, but we've picked up all this baggage and we're trying to do it while we're carrying all this stuff. And, you know, this is just some of them. You know, maybe you're carrying some other bags of insecurity, of anger, of arrogance, of loneliness, discouragement, prejudice. You know, there's, there's other things that we carry. It's not an exhaustive list right here. There's stuff, there's baggage that we carry. And when we're carrying so much, it makes life difficult. It's actually difficult for me to do anything right now <laughs> because I'm carrying so much, right? But in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, it says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. The burden I give you is light. In Psalm 68, 19, it says, Praise be to the Lord, to God our Saviour, who daily bears our burdens. He daily wants to take our burdens from us and bear them for us. So we actually have to learn to let go of the burdens and the baggage that we were never intended to carry. We actually weren't intended to carry them. God sent his son to the cross for us and he took all this stuff in that moment and he's the one that carries them for us and replaces them with his burden which is light and you know this week as I prepared this message I felt like the Lord said it's time to lay your burdens down but not just so that you can feel great yes he cares and he loves and he is the most incredible father to us he wants to set us free from this but the purpose in it is so that we can lay our burdens down so that we can pick up our cross. Because actually right now, if the cross that God has for me is here, I'm like, yep, sorry, Lord, too full. Sorry, God, too consumed with all this stuff. I actually can't pick up the cross that you have for me. I can't walk out the purpose 
and the life and the journey that he has because I'm too full of other baggage. I'm carrying too much that I couldn't possibly pick up a cross right now. It would be beyond me. It would be too hard. And so God actually wants us to lay this stuff down, to actually hand it over to him so that we can pick up our cross and walk the life and the purpose that God has for us. You know, we're in this month of Here to Serve and we're talking about that purpose and putting others first and laying down our lives and all of this stuff, but actually we can't do that until this part gets done first, until we've actually dealt with some of this stuff. And in Matthew 16, uh, verse 24 to 25, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Will find it. It's amazing. But again, when we're so burdened, when our load is so heavy, we actually can't do that. We can't pick up our cross. So I need AJ, come back up here. Maybe just stand over that side of the stage for a sec. You know, I was reading this scripture about come to me, all who are weary, carry heavy burdens. And I, I had a dream about this actually. It was a year and a half ago and I wrote it down in my notes. I remember waking from it. You know those dreams where you're like, mm, this is a God dream, um, not just a regular one. And I remember this sense of like carrying these heavy burdens. I actually saw a picture of me doing this right now <laughs> in the moment, like actually deja vu moment right now. Um, and I read the scripture and it was like in my mind, I read come to me like, Jesus was all the way over there. Like he was so far that it was like, how do I get to you because of all this heaviness? It's like, yeah, that's great that you're saying come to me and I can hand it all over. But you're so, it just felt like you're so far from me. How do I do that? But I felt in that moment that Jesus was like, I'm not far away. I'm literally come to me. Oh, you're right there. Like he's right there. He's ready to take the burden. He's ready to take all of this stuff, waiting, hands out, ready to go. Like, just give it to me. You're not intended to carry this. I actually want to carry it for you. And there is a beautiful scripture. Just stay there, Jesus, for a moment. There's a beautiful scripture uh, in Psalm 23. And you may have heard it. It's a very popular psalm. You know, it's in you find it all over the place on people's walls and, you know, it gets read often. But actually, if you read the words of that psalm, it's such a beautiful picture of who God is to us and the promise that he has for us and the life that he actually wants to lead us into. So we're going to read that psalm. Thank you, Brendan, if we put that up. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, right? Get rid of some discontent. I shall not want. I'm content because the Lord is my shepherd, right? Next verse. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Again, a beautiful picture of like, let's just lay down some fear and anxiety and our worry because he actually wants to lead us behind, beside still waters to a quiet place, a peaceful place. His desire for us is to live a life of peace, his perfect peace, not in fear and anxiety, right? He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
It's like, let's get rid of comparing. (laughs) He restores our soul, who we are, not in comparison to everyone else, not envying a different life, but actually who he wants us to be on our journey. It's amazing. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The darkest of places, right? Which one is that? This one, (laughs) right? The darkest of places, the grief that is uncomprehendable. Yep, Jesus put them on, (laughs) right? All of this stuff, he wants to take that. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. When we're disappointed, he wraps arms of comfort around us so we don't have to feel that way anymore, so that we don't have to carry that stuff anymore. It's amazing. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I've done this the wrong way around, but let's get rid of some offense, right? Our enemies, those people that have hurt us along the way, that we've picked up that stuff. He actually takes that and deals with that. He prepares a table for us right? In the presence of our enemies. Incredible. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. We're filled with his anointing, not with the guilt and the shame that we once carried, but actually with the grace and the mercy. Our cup's full of that. It's not full of shame. It's full of the grace, right, that he has for us. And finally, the last verse of the psalm, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's his goodness. It's his mercy. It's his house. It's not self-reliance and trying to handle it on our own, right? It's actually him. It's who he is. And he's the one that's meant to carry the burdens. He's the one that has the arms ready and is actually able to carry them. And now I'm actually free to pick up my cross and follow him, to do what it is that he's calling me to do, right? Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Come on, give it up for AJ. Thank you. (laughs) So good. Right? He's not far off. He's not hard to get to. He doesn't want to make it difficult for you. He's literally right beside you saying, I'm here. I'm here. Come to me. I will give you rest. Rest for your souls, not just rest as we know it, but true rest, true peace. He loves you. He is for you. He wants to take the stuff of life that comes at us constantly, and he actually wants to help us through that. You know, he has an eternal purpose for us, amazing plans and purposes for each and every one of our lives. That's what picking up our cross is about. It doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean everything goes well. It doesn't mean that we never experience any of that stuff because we will, because we're human and we live in a fallen world. But it's continually choosing to give that stuff over, choosing to let it go, to lay it at the foot of the cross. You know, he calls us to a life of faith, not a life of comfort. It doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. He calls us to risk loving others more than ourselves. Instead of indulging in our daily desires, he calls us to actually deny them for something eternal. Instead of living by what we want, he does call us to pick up that cross daily and to follow him. And in Luke 14, 27, it says, And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. It's pretty heavy. 
He's like, actually, this is a requirement of what it means to be a disciple of Christ. It's that we have to lay this stuff down so we can pick up our cross and be a true disciple of Christ and do what it is that he's calling us to. That's the life of a servant, of a slave to Christ, right? You know, to carry a cross was to face the most painful and humiliating means of death. You know, criminals would be forced to carry their own cross to that site before they were then crucified. Like carrying a cross for Christ is not, oh, this is just something I have to deal with. I'm just living this small burden of this annoying job and this, this sickness because I'm just carrying my cross for Christ. Like that's not what it's about. It's actually, it's a life of dying to self, dying to self to actually live a true life as a servant of Christ. It's a call to self-abasement and self-sacrifice. Dying to self is that absolute surrender to God. And what I love about Psalm 68 that we read before is that he daily bears our burdens. Just like in Matthew it says you need to daily pick up your cross. And they actually go hand in hand. And we need him to daily take them so that we can daily pick up our cross. That's actually the process each day. And it is continual. It's not like, okay, well, I experienced this stuff and I gave it to God, so now I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't have any more baggage. It's actually daily. Like, we're always going to be picking up baggage. Or we're going to hand it over and then we're going to take it off him again and start carrying it again because we're human. And we're all going to do that from time to time. And so it's that continual coming before God. Okay, I give you this stuff to carry. So it's not weighing me down so that I can actually live out what you're calling me to do, who you're calling me to be. They go hand in hand and we can't do it without him. We need him in order to live that life of a true servant, a true servant of Christ. So right now in this moment, uh, why don't we just stand for a second? I just want to create some space for us this morning to really reflect and actually look at, okay, Maybe I am carrying some baggage. Maybe I have actually been walking, holding some of this stuff that I wasn't intended to. And maybe even as I've been speaking, there's maybe things that have just popped into your mind or one of those things that's kind of really jumped out at you that like, oh yeah, actually, maybe that has been consuming me. Maybe that has been weighing me down. So there's a couple of things I want to do just in this moment. One of them is if you feel like there is some intentional, like something um, specific that is something you're carrying, some baggage, then I want to invite you to just come in a moment down onto the altar. And sometimes there's actually just power in making a physical step and a um, coming to the altar. Like it's a sacred space. The altar was, if you read through the Old Testament, very powerful, very symbolic. And Sometimes it's just actually about coming because it's just that act of bringing something to God. And maybe today it's just, okay, Lord, I'm going to bring you this sin. I'm going to bring you this grief. I'm going to bring you this anxiety, whatever it might be for you. Actually just coming and going, yep, I've been hanging on to this for far too long. And just allow God to just wash over you in that moment and just release the burden because He doesn't force us. Like we have free will. 
that's what a gift he's given us, but sometimes it doesn't work in our favour, right? Um, and we hang on to stuff, but he's just there going, come to me. I'm ready. I'm waiting. So I want to invite you to do that if you're like, yeah, I need to come and just actually give something over to God. Um, and we're just going to listen to a song as we do this. And maybe you don't feel like that's you, but um, maybe it's just a moment of consecration, like a fresh this morning of I'm actually going to pick up my cross, intentionally pick it up daily. Like, what does this truly mean to die to self? Um, and maybe it's just worshipping where you are. Maybe you want to come down, you're welcome to. Maybe it's just bending down on your knees in consecration to God. To just actually go, okay, this isn't about me. This is about you, Lord, and what you have for me and for my life and for the people around me. Uh, and just committing ourselves afresh, right, in this moment um, and actually consecrating ourselves afresh. So why don't we do that in this moment? If that's you, come down. This is a safe space. You know, we're a family here. And let's let God just do some work in us this morning before we close the service. Awesome. We're going to play that song and come down if that's you.